Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It was yesterday, right, we were talking about Charlie Puth, and he was talking about therapy, and we advocate that. But this is therapy. Don't you feel like coming here on a regular basis? It's a like it's a disciplined dialogue. Yeah. Like it's disciplined to be here. We're not forced to create dialogue. But we kind of are. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of you're kind of nudged to talk about your feelings and your views and what's going on. So in a way, this is therapy I've come to look forward to. It's nice. It's refreshing. I feel good after after the show. Mm. Oh, Mark, tell me. Sorry. You also feel the same? Didn't realize my mic was on, but I thought that was interesting. (laughs) I I like them from you. It's true, right? Because I I will get excited. Matter of fact, this morning, Mark, wasn't I excited? I was texting you this morning. I already got 440 this morning, I believe. Oh, my gosh. Wow, he is. Firing them off. Uh, I can't remember what I said. (laughs) You got a lot of extra time on your hand, Ryan? I I just, I I I I have this. I have this thing where if I think of something overnight, I don't write it down. I send it. I know that y'all may be asleep or in the shower or whatever, but instead of like writing it down and telling you when I get here, I want, I, I, you never do that. You want to send smart. the idea right away. It's actually a smart, smart way of working. In a why? Um, well, actually, it's very funny. Amy Sugarman just gave me this this lecture about how I don't need to send my pitches in a formal email once a week. It's better if I just, if I think it, just text, 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 text it out. See, I prefer to not be me 
and text, text, text. I prefer you put it all in one thing that I could efficiently read. Yeah, that's how I normally that's, am that's, too. Yeah. But that then, is, to me, that the gets lost. It. But yeah, sometimes you forget, it. like when you when you sit down to do it, you forget the things that just pop up in your head all the time. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I don't even remember what I texted you, Mark, at 440. Right. Something about love is blind, I believe. Uh, <laughs> always working, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always trying to move the show along. Uh, how was your night, Sissy? I hear you. It was good. You know, I had a really special milestone moment with Savea last night. Tell me. She said, I love you. For the first time? Like, she says it like that for the first time. Yeah, she says, I love you. Wait, tell like, me, like, where, where were you, what were you doing and how did it come up? I was changing her diaper and putting her down, like, for bed, like, like her night, like our nighttime routine. And could you see her just looking at you wanting to say it? No, I was like, we, I was trying to like say it and have her repeat it back. And, and so she said it, it back. Yeah. And Aww. so it was just like really sweet. And so now she can like say it. And I was like, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't under, I, I'm going to be, I'm worried for myself as a parent because if that happened to me, I would literally <laughs> just crumble and cry. Yeah. Terrible. Tears come out. <laughs> like it's, it's beautiful moments. Like this is the stuff. And I'm just like, she's growing up. So like, she's not a baby anymore. Like she's a, toddler it's so funny that she repeats what you say like flora has this thing my niece where she goes booty sticking out <laughs> your booty sticking yeah, out well, no they get sassy once they're like four like the yeah. twins are almost five and they had the things they say i'm like oh my gosh but i in my real life am walking around going my boots sticking <laughs> yeah. out or if anything's sticking out i say sticking out yeah yeah like that that you know like your your hair sticking up well you know she's gonna have a little like Wait, like she's gonna she's grown up in Nashville, so she's gonna have a country accent almost, right? I don't I think I, she will. I don't I guess, yeah, because she's growing up where there's a southern accent. Yeah, she's gonna have a southern accent. I think that's but, so man, cute. Boo sticking out. She's I guess that, she, heard it she has it. I fight this. Is out? Is out yeah, southern yeah, accent? I think so. I don't know what it is. I think so. My nieces, they grew up in England when they were like two to five, and they had little British accents like because that's where they learn how to speak English, but then they I, lost it when they moved back to the States. I get a Southern accent when I'm in Atlanta. I get mm-hmm. a British accent if I'm around anybody from England. <laughs> yeah. I am a, I am a terrible. And then when yeah. I'm at an Italian restaurant, I'll speak English with an Italian accent. Uh-huh. It's like embarrassing to be out that's in public. Good, though. You know, you adapt to your environment. Like chameleon. Yeah. What did you do last night? <sighs> do you really want to know what I did last night? I'm scared. Well, I'm very upset. Oh, you're upset? Yeah, I got very upset. At yourself, at someone no, else. I was in at my TV. pantry and I was looking at tinned fish and I was trying to figure out I've had these anchovies and these sardines forever. Gross. And I was trying to find an expiration date. Do you know how hard it is to read and find an expiration I, date on packaging? Listen, I wanna I don't know what I want to do. I wanna sign up like start a I, I, petition. I, me too. And I want all expiration dates to be neon yellow. Yeah. Like I don't understand in the like, same place. In the on same a place, the same color in a block. Like why do I, they have to be so hidden and and they're like see-through i'm looking on a jar mm-hmm. and it's got this gray font with different letters and numbers and yeah, i can't yeah, figure yeah. out is that say 27 or 12 yes so i got very upset about the formatting of expiration dates on packaged goods i'm so with you it sucks oh it's real it needs to be uh universal in a way like right? the way that the nutrition stuff is yes needs why to be can universal. it be on that on that and thing we need to call somebody and who's it going to be i don't know <laughs> I would try Twitter. I would try tweeting. The FDA. Right. Like, it is not right that I have to, I mean, I don't, I can't even, honestly, I can't even understand it 
if I find it. Right. My anchovies, like I have anchovies that I've had forever. Well, I don't know. Are they good or bad? They, you can't tell by looking at an anchovy. No. It's a scavenger hunt trying to find where it is on every item. Like you don't and know it if it's under the lid, it's on the side, it's on the bottom. Font, uniform font and uniform structure of expiration dates on products. I'm tired of it. I'm t- I am too. I'm with you. I'm wow. glad you asked me really what I struck a chord. Really? Yeah, well, I was in my I'm pantry pounding sand. <laughs> the fact that that's your like late night snack is major yuck. What do you mean? Sardines <laughs> and anchovies. It's very good for you. I know it's I good know for Magus. you, but like, wowza. You're on a whole other level. <sighs> Mark, did you find who we're going to complain to about the difficulty in locating expiration dates I mean, on products? The FDA is a good idea, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I, that's going to take some research. I mean, the fact that it hasn't been done yet. It, it's crazy. We right? can't be the only people that find it annoying. I can't, like, I cannot find the expiration dates on tinned fish and anchovies. The jars is also another issue because yes, you're right. They put it on the glass part they and put then it's it clear. Like, you can't see it. And if it's curved, then half of it is the, not stamped and they also properly. Put other letters around it too. I don't know what LBX means. Mm-hmm. And and there's no like uniform way of doing it. Sometimes they put the the, the year first in the month, and it's like not. Now, how is it we can live in a country mm-hmm. that doesn't have a universal font for expiration dates on products? No, if it was like a. A rectangle that was like a neon yeah. green. I mean, just just t- point and click. And you saw it every time. By the way, Mark, I also nice. sent you some uh, ideas from my iPad via text. Did you get those? <laughs> you have been blocked at this point. Yeah, like, too many iPad. texts. I got nothing from your iPad. Why? Go, go back you... and resend them. Wait, we're at Wednesday of you not doing the talk show, and it's just like, it's too much. What like, are you talking about? Too many texts. You need to like a, a hobby or something. I like them. Keep them no, coming. I was, I was reading articles this morning, sending you from my iPad, but why didn't they go through? I don't understand. This is the Tubbs question. I hate to throw <laughs> him under tubs, the bus, Tubbs, but I can't tubs, tubs. It. <laughs> it's not a Tubbs question. I guarantee Ryan didn't like send it properly. No, I, I hit Tubbs. I was reading an okay, article. I hit uh-huh. share. I hit text. Okay. I saw Mark's little cute photo circle come up. Thank you. Yeah. And I sent it oh, to him. Oh, maybe you send it to his like iCloud. That happens to me sometimes. But but you wouldn't recognize where it came from, Mark, because it came from my iPad. So Tubbs, what happened? Um, it didn't go through. You may have to send it again. I sent it this morning. <laughs> is it an iCloud issue or is it a, a Tubbs issue? It's not a Tubbs issue. <laughs> I can tell you that. Well, what was the printer? What was the printer problem? Is that a Tubbs issue? Yeah, that's kind of a Tubbs issue. Oh, God, oh, don't bring up the boy. printer. The printer. Oh, the printer hadn't been working for days around here. <laughs> I'm so still just- working on it. It's okay. Give everybody extend a little grace. We're in, you know, new yeah. territories. Consistency and patience. Consistency <laughs> I think and patience. The, I think you need to get the prep in PDF form. That might make a difference. All right. Well, Mark, please try and find send some great around, material I'm for the show. I'm into my iCloud right now, and I'm not. Why seeing can't anything, you just? Why you know it. what you can do, Ryan? You can go back on your iPad and you can hit resend. Maybe I'll send them to me from my iPad to my phone to send them to you, Mark, because you get stuff from my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I got the one at four forty-five this morning. Right, so exactly. Fun. So it's my fault for not sending it to me first to send it to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seems like it'd be an easier way. All right. You well, remember what they were at all? No recollection. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so much. Slightly terrifying. <laughs> you know what you're doing so much? Oh, great idea. Let me forward this to Mark so we can do it on the show. I mean, it might be good. You um, never know. Oh, I know. One had to do with praising people at work. 
thanking thanking people out loud and in front of people at work. And I thought, oh, we should do this. We should we should explain it and practice it. I like that. Mark Wall Street Journal. You could probably find it on it. All right, let's get to the morning hack. And we have some bright news. We have a quote of the day. But the morning hack, these are the words you should never say to your partner. Is there a word that Michael, your husband, Sisney, can say to you that ticks you off? I mean, you know, I think if anybody says calm down. Me too. Yeah. Selena Gomez and Rema. And I do enjoy that song. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, if relax, relax. Yeah, that's another one. You relax. Calm down. Calm down. Why are those words get under my skin mm-hmm. like no other tiny is there a word or something robbie can do that puts you on a tilt yeah there are things like he'll say and i'll like snap back really quick and i'll say you don't da-da-da-da. but i can't oh. think of what oh. it is but what is that <laughs> what is <the> <laughs> all right so they say relationship experts say never use these three words three words okay Whatever you want. I what? Whatever you want. Don't use them. And here's what they say. I was like, really? Whatever you Why? want. Whatever you want. Okay. Whatever on. you want is saying you decide, essentially. And a lot of us suffer from decision fatigue. And at the end of a long day, it's it's something you just don't want to deal with. But they asked you for a reason, right? They asked you for a reason for something. Don't make them decide. So whatever you want is not a good thing to say back to people, which I don't know. Like I felt like that was always, I guess it's dismissive, but I always felt like that was solution oriented. Like where should we eat dinner? Tonight? Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. That you does do annoy me. Want. I hate but it. It seems so solution oriented at, at the surface level. What do you want? I don't mind it. Like if Michael said whatever you want to me, then I'd be like, all right, great. Fine. I'll pick the great. restaurant. Me too. I don't mind it either, but experts say don't. I don't I think it would that. Like, cause a problem for me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you want. I guess this can be very dangerous. Whatever you want. Interesting. Okay. Here's today's quote for your Wednesday. How they treat is more important than how much you like them. You deserve that. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, a curious toddler earned the title of one of the tiniest White House intruders yesterday after he squeezed through the metal fencing on the north side of the executive mansion. U.S. Secret Service uniformed division officers walked across the north lawn to retrieve the tot and reunite him with his parents on Pennsylvania Avenue. Now, Southwest Airlines has blamed data connection issues issues resulting from a firewall failure for interrupting the carrier's nationwide operations yesterday morning. Now, operations have since resumed. And Coachella organizers, get this, must pay $117,000 for breaking curfew violations in India during weekend one of this year's festival. Strict curfews were broken on all three nights of the festival, with Frank Ocean's Sunday night headline set running 25 minutes past midnight. That was the 12 a.m. limit. The 1 a.m. curfew imposed on Friday and Saturday night were also both broken by 25 minutes on both uh, Friday with Bad Bunny and then Saturday night with Calvin Harris. Hey, you know what? It happens, but man, was it worth it. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
how many dating apps are there out there? I don't even know the total, but there are so many that some are really obscure. You may not even know their dating apps, which is what led to the concept here, which is called Disney Character or Dating App. Disney Character or Dating App. Yeah, we thought this one through. <laughs> Let me grab hey. Daisy, who's going to be our contestant on the line this morning. Daisy, how's your week going? It's going good. How are you? Doing all right. Now, tell us about yourself, Daisy. Where are you? What do you do? So, I live in Compton. I'm an optician, but I'm currently on baby bonding. So, I have a two-month-old right now. You're a mortician? No, optician. Optician. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, and congratulations. Sounds like things are going Thank great. You. Yeah. Everything's really good, actually. Okay. So we're going to make it better. We're playing Disney character or dating app. All right. I got a four pack of Disneyland for you to win. I'll give you a word and you tell me if it's a Disney character or dating app. Okay. Got to get three right before you get three wrong. And here we go. Okay. Kippo. Kippo. Disney character or dating app? Kippo? Uh, Kippo. K-I-P-P-O. Oh, K-I-P-P-O? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, dating app? It is a dating app. Congratulations. Oh. oh I'm so nervous. <laughs> no, me no. You're doing great. You're doing great. So I'm very comfortable with this. Okay. okay. Next one. Toodles. Toodles. Okay. Is dating app or Disney character? Disney character. Yes, that's right. You got two in a row. Oh All right. Gosh. For the win. Awesome. For the win. Daisy and Compton. Tag along. Tag along. Disney character or dating app? It is a Disney character. Oh, Oh, no. That's okay. It's a hard one. The youngest daughter of Mother Rabbit in In Robin Robin Hood. Hood. Well, it's a challenging game, Sissini. (laughs) Just give these tickets away. I mean. All right, here's the next one. Ready? Disney character or dating app? (laughs) Sorry, Daisy. I know. Disney character or dating app? Tan Tan. Tan Tan. T-A-N-T-A-N. Um, dating app. It's a dating app. Congratulations. Yay! Oh, my God. It is a dating app. There you have it. Thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you for playing along. Congratulations on everything that's happening in your life. And enjoy Disneyland. You got a four-pack of tickets. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, However, I still think the match game is more fun. Yeah, I like the match game. I like that game too because we can play. Well, I just laugh at. I just I don't know why I laugh, but I just laugh at the panel coming up with the things, and then what you guys guess as a panel fill in the blank tells me so much about each of you. <laughs> it's like personality defining. Yeah. I like match game too a lot. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Are you going to Coachella again this weekend, Sissini? No, 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 no. no, no. no. I'm going to do a Coachella and at my house oh, and stream it. And streaming. Mm-hmm. Tony, you didn't get to go because you and Robbie had a romantic uh, weekend. No, nah, hardly romantic. We were partying hard with my friends. Birthday party. <laughs> Birthday party. Yeah. Um. Do you um. Do you uh, have tickets to Coachella this weekend? Or are you going? We're not going, but I think I'm going to steal Sissini's idea and watch it. Gosh, that sounds really great. Order yeah. in and watch it like it's a sporting event. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. So uh, we're talking about, you know, look at all the, the weather, the rain and the saturation. All good, right? I mean, we need all the, this wetness and we need all the, the water for the region. But the potholes have always been bad and they've gotten, I think, worse. 
And if you take a route, the same route all the time, you all like I know where certain big ones are and mm-hmm. I get ready to bob and weave around them. But I'm often caught off guard and sometimes you hit one so hard that like it it feels like you hit a bone. Yeah. Like you it's like when you hit a bone on your body, when you hit a pothole with the car, it's like you hit the bone. Uh-huh. Exactly. And LA city officials say they've received over 7,000 reports of potholes so far this year. Sisney, you've got them where you are. Well, I know. And I actually was listening to Kiss the other day and we were running an ad saying like, if you see potholes, report them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't catch like how to report them. And I was in the car with Michael and I was like, dude, I'm like, we have so many potholes on our street alone and I hate having to dodge them. And it's so annoying. And he goes, yeah, you can just report them on the app. And I was like, the app? I'm like, what's the app? The pothole app? Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's like, it's the app that you can order trash cans. You can do everything. He's like, you can do everything on this app. And I'm like, what's "What's the app? Order trash cans. Exactly. It's called the My LA 311 app. I didn't have that. Uh, You have it. Everybody has it here in LA. Who knew? And you can go on here and you can create a service request. You can view other services and then you can go in there. And that's what he said. Like when our trash cans are all banged up that he can order new trash cans for the house and well, how many times does michael order new trash cans without you knowing about it he's done it once but but yeah so i went on there and i and i created three service reports for our street alone for potholes so i put you can basically you drag the little thing and you just put it where you, the potholes are on the street on, so it shows you an image or a drawing of the street yes yeah and so you and just you put so I dragged them and I put, here's a pothole, here's a pothole, here's, I, I, I could have three different reports and I was like, we'll see what happens, right? So a day went by and then we were driving back home from, I think it was maybe Easter Sunday at this point and we were coming back from the way where the big pothole was and I was like, oh, do you think they came and filled up the pothole? He was like, no chance. He's like, you did that report yesterday and sure enough, they didn't come and fill the pothole, but someone came from the city and put an sure. orange cone where the pothole oh, was. Oh, interesting. And so they came and obviously looked at it, and it was big enough for them to put an orange cone, and then they prob- they are kind of come and fill it. And so, But wait, that's so fascinating. So they saw your report, which is just cool. Yeah. That you had the power to get the orange cone. Like, anybody that drives down the street, I got the orange cone for us. That's what I was like, yo, you're I welcome. Take pride in you're the orange welcome, cone. everybody. So now I want to see, we're on the experiment. Now I want to see how long does it take them to come fill that pothole? From the orange so that time. was, I think, so I want to say that was Easter Sunday, and I don't really go out that way on that street that much, but I'm, I want to say that cone was gone this morning when I left, and I wasn't so here this weekend. It? I'm going to get you, I'll check, oh, I'll check and see. Right. But I think probably like a week. My LA, what's the app? It's called My LA 311. So if you just like search that in the app, it'll, it'll pop right up, and you can go in there, and it has a lot of stuff, city info, city hall news, city bill pay. You can access your LADWP bills on there. You can obviously create reports for potholes and things like that. So, Ser- service requests, um, bulky items, containers. Ser- you know, oh my Stop. gosh, there's so oh. much stuff. Yeah, Michael has a field day in there. He's like in there. All day. He's in a rabbit If there's an animal around. that's loose, if there's <laughs> dead animal badgers, removal, badgers are in the backyard. Park um, graffiti, trash, all this stuff. Keep us. I'm curious to know if they really filled it because that. That's movement. I mean, that that is showing some movement. It is. I mean, it's gotten so bad. You saw that video of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Brentwood uh, yeah. just filling his own pothole. <laughs> he was so mad. He just like went and got uh, his own gravel. Bradley, what's going on? I went through a really rough breakup back in January. Okay. And like, it's it's fair to say I'm not over her yet. You know, um, we were it was we were together 
four years. That's what, which is the longest relationship I've been in. And after four years, she decided that I just wasn't the one. Um, and I, I think there may have been someone else, but I don't know. It wasn't, it was never confirmed. It was, it just, to me, it felt like it was out of the blue. I had no prior warning or feeling that things weren't going well. Um, we haven't spoken since then. And, you know, she seems happy on her social media. Like we haven't followed each other, but I still check once in a while. I mean, like probably too much. Yeah. it's torture. You know how it is. Um, yeah. yeah. It's been three months. So, but I feel like it's time for me to like start putting myself out there again, like three months. My friends are telling me, you know, the best way to get over someone is to find someone new. And so I started getting on the apps and I've gotten some matches. So, but here's the question. Do I, when I go out with someone, do I tell them how recent my breakup was and that I'm not all the way over my ex no. yet? Because no. Like, no. 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 That's, yeah. No, you can't. I don't think you can. I mean, I, I, it's like, I, I know exactly where you are, bro. I, I know exactly what's with what you're feeling and I know what's going through your mind. And I know, and I have that friend too. That's like, dude, just get out there. You got to get out there and have some fun. You got to get out there and meet somebody. You can't just be sitting there checking their social media. So I think you, you do go out on a date. And you try and enjoy that moment on that date and the feelings that you have about your ex, I mean, you kind of want to keep that to yourself to start because it's just not going to, nothing's going to progress and nothing's going to move along, I think, if you start by sharing that. What do you think, Sissini? I think you're right. And if anything, you just take it slow. You don't have to really give all the details of what's going on internally with your feelings and your emotions about your ex. I think you can keep it brief. Yeah, I was in a relationship before. It's now over. I'm moving forward, but I am taking things slow. And I think if you just keep it vague like that, you see where it goes with whoever person, whatever person you start dating. Right. That makes sense. Um, but I, that does, it's weird I to say to it's yeah. weird. It's exactly. It's weird to say don't share your true feelings, yeah. but don't. Uh, but I don't think you're being dishonest. Like you're not you're, you're not being dishonest. I just think you're not you're just not sharing everything that's going on in the movie and that's okay because you're trying to start a new scene. I will tell you though, I did this. I went on like a FaceTime date when Robbie and I broke up with this guy and I talked about my ex. I talked about Robbie the whole time and he talked about his ex the whole time. So we were talking about our exes and we both ended up back with our exes. I still follow him on social media. He's so what are you saying talk about your ex? So he no, I'm just saying if ex? you do, I mean, I'm just saying be you. If, if it feels right, and then just speak from your heart. Well, we've given okay. you confusing advice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't, you, I, that, I, that's what Tanya would do. I said what I would do. What's your What's goal, Bradley? You think you want to end up back with, her? back with her? I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. We haven't three months i don't know what her life is like now so i i don't know what's happened between so i i'm just not sure yet but i i don't like where i'm at obviously you don't like that you're stuck and you're stuck feeling bad and i think it's okay to create some listen motion creates emotion right so it's okay to start Mm -hmm. some motion and see how that goes and see where it goes but I don't feel I don't feel like you need to feel obligated to share what you're sharing with us 
on a first date, but it's never going to be one way or the other way. There's always gray area in all of this stuff when you go through a fresh breakup like that, man. I mean, you know that. Right. You can't just, yeah, you can't no, just, you guys, yeah. You, you can't just, feelings can't just vanish. Or maybe fast. you're not ready to date. Maybe you need to just focus on yourself. No, that's, that's rough. No. That can be tough, right? But again, we'll confuse you yeah. here and then you can pick a path. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of paths um, here. But keep us posted, man, if we well, can do anything else, okay? All right. Yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate you guys. Good luck. I, thank Bradley. you for trusting us to talk about all right. it. All right, man. Yeah. See ya. Gosh, we all would handle a breakup so differently. I don't think he's ready to date. He's heartbroken. I know. And so I maybe <laughs> after talking to him now, it seems like. But is it better to stay home and be sad? Like, Don't that? be sad. Yeah, it's called but healing. Go, uh, go on hikes. Find yourself. Be I mean, Guys, I hike by myself now. And but I get it's lonely. fine. But I just like you. He can be single. He doesn't have to start dating three months after his breakup. Like he can be single for years. Like it doesn't have, you know, he doesn't need to jump back into a relationship. Preach. But imagine out of the blue, you think it's going well. And then four years in out of the blue. And then you think there could be somebody else. And then he's checking on social media. Stop checking. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, he doesn't sound ready to date. Stop checking Instagram. I, I did not realize this, but um, in Burbank, there's a there's a sign that was a, a current sign that was patched up. It covered up a sign from the 60s, right? And the, I guess the patchwork fell off. Yeah, and I had no idea that they just covered it up. I thought they would like scrape it off or just put a brand new sign. I guess why would they do that if you can just cover it up? So this was a sign. If you take the 134, this is at Victory, right, in Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. It's like, just like two miles from us. So what happened? Apparently, I think this got like eroded with the rain. So when you're on the 134, you see the sign to go to the five. And what basically the realization is, is that the five used to be South 99. I did not know that. When was it South 99? Apparently in the 1960s. Huh. I mean, it does make, I mean, it does make sense that if you're going to change a freeway, you could just, just cover it up, mm-hmm. right? Just sort of paint over it like they did but this is making every everybody's kind of talking about a highway 99 it was known then as the golden state highway it ran from border to border mexico to canada from 1926 to 1972 and it was decommissioned and replaced by the five i did not know that there, there were uh, we should like any other signs exist out there from back in the day that are covered up that you know about but what's the point of that why wouldn't they just leave it highway 99 that's so cool <laughs> Like, I would have enjoyed seeing Highway 99 all the way from border to border, Mexico to Canada. What is the reason why they changed it to the five? Did anybody research that? I don't that? know. Guess it's just easier. We should talk to Ginger Chan about this stuff. It's way over my head. Oh. You, you, guys, history. you don't even know what's going on in my head. The history of freeway signs. Are you on your way to the airport this morning? Or maybe coming in from an early flight? So... Tisney, I want to ask you about this because you travel with kids, and I know my sister travels with Flora. Uh, if if your kids on a flight make crumbs on the floor, do you clean them up, or do I you don't. wait for the cleaning crew or the plane to clean them up? No, you clean them up. Michael and I are so embarrassed if our kids make any mess, or if they're loud, or if they're inappropriate in any way. And I go above and beyond to make sure that we don't leave a mess behind at restaurants, on an airline, or wherever. A movie okay. theater, you name it. 
So uh, is it a baseball player that posted this? Yeah, it was a Toronto Blue Jays uh, baseball player that posted this. Uh, it went viral instantly because... People are up in arms. <laughs> and you, I think he posted it thinking everyone's going to have his side. That's my and favorite part of this whole story. Like, ah. is he's like, everyone's going to be like shocked that this flight attendant made us pick up the popcorn. And everybody's so like, much. you're an entitled... Dude. Right. So not so much. Yeah, they did not have his side. And the internet basically saying like, yo, you made this huge mess. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't have made this big Wait, of a so mess. So what happened? His kid spilled popcorn or had crumbs on the floor. And then the flight attendant asked him or his wife to pick it up. Asked the wife. Okay. I don't actually know if he was on the flight. Okay. He was not on the flight. All right, so the flight asked his wife to pick it up. Yeah, and she's 22 weeks pregnant. So, you know, you're quite pregnant at that time. And I'm assuming now this is, what, her third maybe kid? If I she has a five you, and a two-year-old. all the popcorn in the photo that I have. It's a lot of popcorn. It is That's a lot of popcorn. not like you dropped one and didn't know it. Yeah. It's like half, it's quarter just bag. Like tacky. Like, I wouldn't leave a mess like that, period. I would at least try to like gather as much as I could or even like at least say something to the flight and like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like we we cleaned up as much as we could or right. uh, do you have something that we can put this in like a, a bag that we can clean it up, like help at least. But like just to try to walk out and leave that mess is bad. But I don't know how the conversation happened, right? And I also think th- that like, I don't like the flight attendant coming to her and being like, you need to clean that up. I don't know. That must have been awkward as well. So well, I, I recommend you don't fly with me or near me. I tend to accidentally clutch things all the time. I, I, I tend to spill things, drop yeah. things, especially if it's something I really want. I end up dropping it on the floor somehow. It like slips out of my hands. Now, obviously, I'll pick it up, but I have a tendency to be not messy, but clutch. I know what you mean. A crumb or two is not that big of a deal. Like Michael's the same way when he eats popcorn. Like he gets a whole handful and it yeah, just well, like yeah. gets yeah. all over the place. I'm like, yeah. do you not see that it all spilled everywhere? So, so <laughs> I was an etiquette expert chimed in. Get- yeah, an etiquette expert chimed in uh, who was a former flight attendant, by the way, and said that it was inappropriate for the flight attendant to ask a passenger to clean up after themselves, especially if the airline was the one that provided the popcorn to begin with. It comes a little bit with the territory, you know what I mean? Like, it, there, you are going to make a little bit of a mess. Like, sometimes, you know, they come by and they ask you if you have stuff to throw away. You might not have finished your drink, so you put it in the thing and they don't come back again. You know, like, you do have a little bit of a mess. It you mean does, put in the thing, the seat? Yeah, like in, in that you? seat in front of you or whatever. So I get it, but I feel like there's a line and I, I just... Yeah, you can't just destroy the aisle like yeah. you can't leave just a bunch but of i've seen junk. that before i've like walked off a plane and like looked into some seats and just seen a total tornado go through and it's just like so crazy to me well, while we're on it how about and you know who you are you don't put your weight back at the gym how about oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, 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 I just stuff I, away i know what you mean you don't put the the, the weight back on the rack uh-huh. or you don't clear the squat weight from the mm-hmm. bar and nobody the cleans their bar? own equipment like they're supposed to Ew. you mean sanitize yeah yeah i don't know about the sanitizer but i just am like baffled by how many times i'll see stuff just laying out and not put back and i can't i mean that's a lot of work it's to pick just that common courtesy <laughs> can't pick that up returning your shopping cart after you go to the grocery store just stuff like that on air with ryan seacrest now this is interesting katie holmes it's on the line here. We're going to bring her up in a second. But Katie Holmes goes to as many Jingle Balls as we do. It's true. I love I've that. I've seen her at a lot of Jingle Balls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has the most fun. I also think she's got good fashion sense. She kind of broke the internet the last Jingle Ball that she went to with her fashion sense. I love that for her. What was the what was the last? <laughs> well, she wore the, she wore jeans with like this tube top dress and everybody was talking, talking about, about it. it. Yes. 
And Katie's on the line with us now. Hey, Katie, good morning. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Super good. We were just saying that we love that you come to our Jingle Ball and we get to see you sort of on a regular basis and check in. Uh, I love Jingle Ball. So much fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. We'll be giving away tickets, I'm sure, starting in July. <laughs> like we're, we're always ramping into Excellent. that. <laughs> this year I went with uh, my nephews and we danced and danced. It was so much fun. <laughs> now, when, when you when you walk the red carpet, they just put up a photo of you on the I Heart Red Carpet at Jingle Ball. And I don't know how to quite describe the, the, the style, but uh, Sissy and Tanya were saying that like everybody responded to what you were wearing. Do you know going in that you're going to make a splash with, with fashion writers? No. No. I just wore what I thought would be fun and, and uh, what I wanted to dance in and, and have a good time. And um, so, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You come anytime. Katie Holmes with us now. You definitely um, kicked off a look, <laughs> Katie. You. And I got to tell you, I was just at Coachella over the weekend, and there were so many girls that were actually rocking that same style that you wore at Jingle Ball a few months ago. So you are a trendsetter. Oh, fun. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, and Katie, before we get to your project, no one more excited than our producer, Mark, who just revealed to me that his daughter was born two days after Surrey. And feels a real connection to you, I think, for that. And I think it's Surrey's birthday week, so I thought I'd just mention that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, and uh, happy birthday to his daughter. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Mark, were you, were you watching coverage of Surrey we being were, born? Yes, oh, we hi, were. Hi, Mark. I didn't uh, know you were on. Hi, Katie. He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> we were in, you know. Happy your daughter. Thank you. We were in the birthing room, and on the TV was the coverage of Surrey Cruz's birth. And so I always thought to myself, they're like, Tied together. I'm always going to remember that they have they're born a few days apart. Aww. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Did you get Surrey a gift, Mark? No, not yet. <laughs> well, they're not, not so tied together, are they? <laughs> uh, so, Katie, listen, I know we spoke about this a few weeks ago, but this is uh, an incredible project that she's kind of wearing all the hats for you. Mm -hmm. It's called Rare Objects. It is in theaters and on demand, and you directed it, you star in it. This is something you've been behind for a long time. Tell us a little bit about it and what interested you in making this. Well, it's based on a, a book of the same name, and I, I've been working on it for about five years, um, you know, doing other projects, you know, while working on it. Um, and the pandemic <laughs> kind of uh, put, a, put a little uh, pause on it. Um, but then we were able to make it in 2021. And um, this is a story about friendship and also about uh, resilience and about the power of art and the power of um, human connection and, and, and friendship and how that can really... Uh, be something that's very healing to another person. Um, so for me, I wanted to put out something that was heartfelt and hopeful. Um, but there, there's, there's stuff in there that's, that's hard to, hard to watch. Um, but it's ultimately, I, I'm, I think that the audience leaves feeling hopefully seen in some ways and, and hopefully with a sense of hope. And directing it as well. How are you to work with? Um, <laughs> I have good days and bad days. Uh, it's, I, I hope I had more good days than bad. Um, it was really rewarding. Um, it was hard work, but, um, you know, everything's 
Cardinals. Everything so, worth it is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. called um, Rare Objects. Uh, Katie Holmes okay. with us. It's in theaters and on demand. So check that out. And I do kind of like, I just want you to know that we picture you listening to the morning show here, even if you don't, don't tell us, but we do picture you listening since we see you all the time. So <laughs> if you don't, don't ruin the fantasy. <laughs> I do, I do listen, so I'm glad you picture me listening because okay, it's good. true. Perfect. <laughs> okay, good. Well, thanks. Call anytime and good luck with this. Continued success, Katie. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Uh, you know, she's very, very, what's the right word? Like she's Cerebral. So, she's cerebral. She, that's not the word I was looking for, but she yeah. is. But she's like, she's kind and approachable, like kind. Mm-hmm. You know, well, she has like, like a calm like, sense to her. Calm. That's what there's a yeah. there's I a was set. her escort for one of the jingle balls and she was surprised. Like I was kind of scared because she's really like mega famous, but she was really, really chill. She's that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's a calmness to her that mm-hmm. we don't always carry. We don't collectively always carry yeah, the same no. calmness. Like, no. I say that. <laughs> All right. Your jingle ball tickets. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Coming up. Um, five seconds of summer, actually. Going to be at the Kia Forum. <laughs> you said that and it sounded so natural that I didn't I even flinch. I was I like, yeah, well, I, Jingle Ball. I'm teasing because I thought we do start Jingle Ball tickets in August. Did you say I'm uh, cheesing? Huh? I said I'm teasing. Oh, teasing. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> He's always cheesing, though. I'm cheesing. Don't, ta- don't, don't, don't bite my cheese. Sisney, yeah. turns out Tony was right. About what? Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are not together. Oh, and how okay, do we, we know this? Little I, sound bite on a soundboard somewhere. Uh, Tanya I, I thought, was right. I love that. I thought you would bring it up by now. Oh. But the show's going to end at some point, and I just wanted to go on record saying mm. I think she or he I read said, "No, we're not back together." Oh. And I just wondering, how did you know that, Tanya? Because every sign, including our own investigation, mm-hmm. showed evidence of them being back together after making out at Coachella. How'd you know that? I just know these things. No, but what you can just tell me you, yeah, know, you, these things. you know like these what? Things. I have this feeling in my gut, you know, like you you just you don't make out at Coachella if you're trying to like start a new relationship. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Why not? I know, I'm like, eh? Because I, I feel like if they were really trying to give it another shot, it would be more low pro than that. I would think if they really want the world to know, it's high pro like that. That's the way I would think it. Yeah, but maybe I, they're just saying they're not together so that there's not so much like no attention on them. No, I don't think so. I think they're not together, but I thought they were together until someone said they weren't together, which was a spokesperson, I guess, that said Sean and Camila remain friends with a lot of love and history between them, but mm-hmm. they aren't dating again. Yeah. I was let down. I was let down. Okay, but they're not dating again, but they clearly were together at Coachella. No, they were not. How do you define together? Like when <laughs> yeah. your mouth is on someone else's mouth, that's pretty together. That's pretty together. No, like you can be at Coachella at the same time as somebody, but you're not going together. But they were like locking lips. Have you not made out with people at Coachella that you didn't go with? <laughs> no. no. Oh, I've always been well, married. That, if you would have told us that was your viewpoint earlier, we would have understood where you're coming from. Yeah. Now, Taylor Swift is in the trending report tanya go ahead so after she and joe alwyn split after six years you know like a lot of fans were really you know scared for taylor worried about taylor um take her song cornelia street you know there's a lyric where she talks about being terrified of joe and walks away she says the kind of heartbreak time could never mend i don't like that heartbreak yeah and then in new year's day she has a lyric that says please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh i could recognize anywhere 
And so, you know, there's there's six years of songs that came from this relationship with Joe. And so that's kind of what led to the worrying for Taylor. But and and people uh, were reporting that like People Magazine was reporting that the two of them were talking about marriage just months before this split was announced. So I feel like it really came, you know, as a shock. So at one of Taylor's shows, a fan held up a sign to her that said, you okay with the question mark and people captured this on video and it's all over social media. That's why I saw it because it was at her show in Florida, but Taylor read the sign. You see her read the sign and then she gives a thumbs up like she is okay. Mm. And then she keeps singing. She was, it was during um, delicate while she was performing delicate. But the fact that she is able to perform like this after such a wild breakup just makes me realize that she is totally in a league of her own and she's doing a-okay. Right. Thumbs I think, up. First of all, those kinds of breakups that we're talking about here, I feel like I feel the pain now because I think I know what that pain feels like, right? Mm-hmm. But I honestly think that if it were me, I'd want to be Taylor Swift at night on stage to get my adrenaline going and my mind off of it. You know, off like being it. on that track of having to deliver what she's delivering at least keeps you from sitting for me it would be keep me from sitting on my couch with that right honeycomb ice cream eating like a pint so of ice cream and crying yeah, yeah but it's a catch 22 because i do think when you do that you know um i worked a lot in therapy about this that i would just go 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 so that i didn't have to think about things and then all of a sudden it catches up with you and then you ultimately do have to it's address so, that stuff it's so funny you say that someone told me once was it you that the reason I keep moving and working so yes. much is to not have to like do what you just said? Exactly. Because I had this revelation in therapy. So probably, was it you that told me? Yeah. Huh. Because you could keep going and you could keep going and going and going and blocking it out and blocking it out, blocking it out. But you're always going to have to deal with those emotions and those feelings at some point. So it's like, you might as well. Don't you eventually you deal with emotions? it? Don't you eventually deal with it when you're like alone at night about to go to bed? The worst time during a breakup is that moment where you turn off the light yeah. and get into bed mm-hmm. and have to fall asleep I alone. I hate that feeling. That window of time. Uh-huh. Like I literally just put my head on my tempur pillow, right? And you've got to get to sleep alone, alone by yourself. When you used to be with them. When you used to be that person. That part is the worst. No, mm-hmm. I just didn't sleep. Well, that's bad. I know, it's all bad. Uh, well, thank you for this again. Session of therapy. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. What you sipping on there, Tanya, this morning? Um, just water. Mm. Just a bunch of water. I'm trying to drink um, 120 ounces a day. Oh. How much is that? Uh, like, how much is that? Is that how many cups? Well. Oh, well, there's eight ounces in a cup. So what's 120 divided by eight? But we'll do the math know. later. <laughs> this is 15? 3,800 milliliters. So 15 I mean, cups. I, I just drink. I drink. I try and drink as much water as I can until I have to pee. And then I, I've had enough. Then I start over. Mm-hmm. Until it gets to be seven o'clock at night, and then it's a nightmare because you have to, you know, get up. Anyway, Celine, is that your name? Yes, that Celine, is. Thank you for listening to us. So I know you're calling about the AI artificial intelligence conversation we're having. I just want to remind people that, and this is this blew my mind actually. So Sisney was telling us a story about how AI can take an artist's voice and make up songs and lyrics that sound just like the artist, but they're not them. And they have not authorized anybody to do it, but artificial intelligence can do it. So what a slippery yes, slope. I, 
Yeah, I heard that. It was creepy. It was it was really like scary, like to even hear that. And that's what kind of brought me up because I saw it on TikTok. I think it, um, the other day, and um, I saw that AI called um, a mother and said that um, the AI was saying, "Oh, your daughter's kidnapped," and the voices were actually her daughter. And um, she was at work. She re- she went straight to her house and. Um, she went and her daughter was in the room, like fine. And, but it was probably asking her for like money and all this stuff. But the, the girl, like the sound of the girl was actually like, it how did they get the like sound of the girl? Like, I don't understand where they get that girl's voice from. I don't know. People were saying from like Alexa and stuff like that. Like when you tell Alexa to do things or something like that, like it, it gets holds like your all voice. your voices from somewhere. Yeah. We're, it's, it, it, we're doomed. Like, yeah. We're doomed. Because if that's happening now, and you think about and here, for example, this is the this this is not Jay Z. Wow, that is an AI version of a song that does not exist from Jay Z, and yet it was created. I know it's frightening, and I don't understand it all. But if you were to hear your kid on the other end of a call being kidnapped or held hostage. And that was just AI. I don't even know what words to say right now. Well, who's Horrible. most at risk here? Artists and people that talk on the radio. Well, we're not that at risk. <laughs> no, everybody <laughs> knows. And so what people and what people are saying is like um, on TikTok, they're saying like to create a safe word in case of like what anybody happens with your family or anything like that, like a safe word that no one will know. That's a good idea. Okay. But it's scary. I've heard so about these scams, so it happened to my mother-in-law. This exact same scam happened to her, but it wasn't with like AI. It they they called her and said that they had her daughter, and in in a panic, she just what? was like in a panic. She said her name. She's like, "Wait, you have me?" And then she said her name, just like you don't realize. And then and then they said yes. And then there was a girl in the background that basically like you couldn't really make out the voice. But then she went and her daughter wasn't there at the time. She called her in a different phone and realized that she was safe. And so, but they were asking for money, and it was like a whole thing. I do not want to know. Oh, that's yeah. Terrifying. That is, that's, that's scary. That exactly like that happened like a couple of years ago and he actually gave money to them. So, but it was, it was, it was scary. They wouldn't let him off the phone. Of course, they don't want to let you off the phone to call anyone. But yeah, he said about like $4,000. Oh my well, gosh. That, it's, 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 I can't believe I have to say it, but anytime something seems out of the ordinary, you have to question its authenticity. Just have to. Yeah. yeah. But Jaleen, now thank with you so AI much for calling. Your voices. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. What's our pa- safe password going to be? Well, we don't want to say it here. Why? Because then, oh, then it they'll won't take be it so from here? safe. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll write it down. Okay. And text it to me. Okay. Text it to you. Because no one get your text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to wrap it up for us today. I'm looking ahead to tomorrow. I don't know what you guys are doing between now and then, but come back because it's Orion's Roses tomorrow. Now One Direction. Love this one. Kiss FM. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.